Welcome back to the Chai Rochon Achiyomi Learning Program. You are listening to Sefer Yehoshua, Parakhoff with Yehoshua Eisenberg. And the 20th Parak of Yehoshua has only nine Pesukim, most of which review the laws of Arya Miklat, or the cities of refuge, which are designated for an individual who is Makhe Nefesh Bishkaga. He is an unintentional murderer, Rahman al-Islan, although it's obviously not as bad as someone who intentionally murders another person. This person is not entirely innocent either. And as such, if the murdered party has any relatives, by law, they are referred to as the Goel Hadam, and they are allowed to avenge the blood of the murdered party. They are allowed to take the life of the unintentional murderer. That is, of course, unless this unintentional murderer is in the Ir Mikla. If he runs to the city of refuge, he is immune from the revenge of the avenger of blood, and he must stay there until the death of the Kohen Gadol, at which point he's allowed to return home without worrying about the Goel Hadam, who at that point is no longer allowed to touch him. In our parak, the Navi describes the six Arei Miklot, three of which were already preemptively designated by Moshe Rabbeinu on the other side of the Yardin, and the other three which were designated in Eretz Yisrael by Yehoshua. But what really has to be addressed is this concept of Arei Miklot and Goel Hadam. It seems very strange on the one hand, and perhaps, put more bluntly, it seems disturbing. How can the Torah be so seemingly callous when it comes to life and death to suggest that this individual who only murdered unintentionally, not to suggest that that is a good thing, it is obviously tragic. And are we not adding tragedy upon tragedy by suggesting that this individual now can have his life taken on purpose by an angry avenger of blood, seemingly adding blood upon blood And the only thing that can stand in the way between the avenger of blood and the unintentional murderer is the base. Almost like we're turning life and death into a game of tag. So long as this unintentional murderer is on the base, then the other guy can't touch him. What is this all about? And although the laws of Arya Miklat may seem to fly in the face, chas v'shalom, of the Torah's concept of the sanctity of life, it actually does just the opposite. It reaffirms it and reinforces it in every which way. And I believe at this point, the Torah, and here the Navi, is trying very much to inform our understanding of life and death, the Torah's view of life and death, and particularly in the context of war as well. That is because you can look at Sefer Yehoshua as just one reign of terror, a powerful nation plowing through other nations, spilling blood left and right. And you might think to yourself, is this really what the Torah believes in, just killing people? But we know that every act of conquering when it comes to Eretz Yisrael, or even Mises Beisden, capital punishment in, in court, every act committed by Klal Yisrael by Torah law, is part of a tikkun. It is, by definition, a productive act. It is an improvement. It is part of Ratzon Hashem, and there is a purpose to it. It is not a mere act of destruction. The proof to that can be found in Parsha Shoftim, where the Chumash says that you cannot, as even such as, chop down a fruit tree and waste that fruit in your efforts of sieging another city. We don't just commit destructive acts. We don't just do acts of baltashchis. It's not about hashchasa. It's not about destruction. It is about tikkun. It is about 
the result of Ratzon Hashem, and sometimes there is a little bit of a, a brazenness that has to come with Ratzon Hashem. Hashem might ask us to do things that are difficult. In fact, the Mesha Chachma says that this is why Hashem actually commanded Avraham to go through with the Akedah, even though he stopped him at the last moment and did not allow him to slaughter his own son, but he put it into Avraham's head and even into Avraham's actions, which he almost committed, this possibility that Avraham would have to do something so brazen. And the Meshachachma says that Hashem did this so that Klaishab would realize at the right time and place when they would need to have this level of brazenness. But even when all said and done, when Klaishab is done fighting wars, Klaishab does not just forget about the value of human life. And the proof is in Ari Miklat. That is because even if a person such as murders another individual unintentionally, he has his life on the line. Because you cannot just murder another individual, even without intention, and be free. The Torah understood the anger of the avenger of blood, the emotions of the avenger of blood, who should actually have a right to take the life of that individual. But the Torah gives a chance. The Torah gives an opportunity. The Torah says this person can run away somewhere. He has to change his whole life over, yes. He may feel displaced. But the Torah is sensitive to the individual that was killed. The Torah is sensitive to the individual who lost a loved one. And the Torah, yes, is sensitive to an individual who unintentionally murdered someone. It is specifically because the Torah takes life so seriously that we end up in this precarious position which requires Ari Miklat. This is not something that we necessarily enjoy. War is not something that we necessarily enjoy. It is part of the Ratzon Hashem at times. And every life that must be taken, it is taken with humility of the slaughterer. It is done with precision and intention within the rubric of halacha. And a person who even such as takes a life in the wrong context, even if if it is without intention, he has to answer for that because we don't just destroy lives willy-nilly. Klal is not a steamroller, but it is an orlagoyim, it is an ambassador of Ratzon Hashem, it is the bearer of the Torah Chaim, the Eitz Chaim Hilamachazikin Ba, the tree of life to those who grab it, the Torah regarding which it is written, its ways are pleasant and all of its paths are of shalom, Shalom being the end goal of every fulfillment of Torah and Ratzon Hashem, even Melchama, not for death and destruction in and of themselves, but for the end of Shalom, for the purpose of life, for the sanctity of life. That is the Melchama Hashem that our soldiers fight. We should be zocha to that ultimate Shalom. Shkayach, and we'll see you back here at Parakhov Aleph.